mentor. Find a mentor. Look for a mentor. Mentor others. How many of you have been told to get a mentor during your career? Here's a question I have for you. How many of you have been told to find a sponsor? This is Breaking Ladders podcast, and we're going to talk today about the difference between a mentor and a sponsor. And this is a sneaky way to get around having to climb up the ladder to find a different way in your career to break through. My name is Katie Ostrico, and I'm the host of Breaking Ladders. So let's talk about what is a mentor first. So a good mentor looks like this. They're usually in a more senior position than you. It could be a role that you want to be in. It might be kind of like if you're at a manager level, it might be a director. Doesn't necessarily have to be in your functional area. And sometimes it's better if they're not. Because what they can provide is expertise outside of knowing how to do your exact type of job. They're going to provide different perspectives, different experiences, different ways to look at your career. It's somebody you meet with consistently. It's somebody who gets to know you. It's somebody who can advise you. It's somebody focused on your career. And they will give you advice to really help you get to where you need to go. Um, Their advice is usually designed to be a little bit challenging for you. It could be tough to hear. It could reflect back what you're saying to them. So they can be a chamber where you can share things and they'll echo that back. Um, And so a good mentor is somebody that's there to help you work through situations in your career as you progress. So I'll share with you um, an experience that I had and a great mentor that I had at one of my previous companies. So I had a situation where I was kind of doing a role and had to interview for it. And they brought in somebody else to do the job that I was basically doing. It was one of the most embarrassing months I ever had because I had so many people come up to me and go, hey, why didn't they just give you the job? Hey, you're doing that job. Why didn't they just give it to you? Um, And so when they brought in somebody else, I'll be honest, I did not handle it well. Um, I was struggling with, you know, the decisions that person was making and how they were approaching the team. Um, And so I was working with my mentor and she sat me down and was really frank with me. And she's like, first of all, don't get emotional. Like if you have a boss that's a micromanager that's coming in that wants to know everything that you're doing, just do whatever they tell you to do and have an exit plan. Um, And she said, you getting emotional about it or venting about it is not going to help you long term, which was great advice. Um, But she's like, you need to not be there if it's not the right fit for you. Um, And so it was something that was hard to hear because I was really struggling. You know, I was coming home every day and kind of complaining. And I'm like, this is crap. I can't believe this. You know, what is going on? But she was like, okay, you have to think differently about what your next step is. You thought it was going to be that job. It's now not. So what are you going to do now? Um, And so I had an opportunity and she connected with some other people inside the company to say, like, here's some other things that are open. And it might be a lateral move but it might be an interesting opportunity for you. Um, And so I ended up taking a role on a team with people that I loved working with, with a boss that was amazing. And it was in product development for healthcare, which was some of the most like emotionally draining, but also emotionally fulfilling product development I've ever done in my whole career. 
never would have left and taken that opportunity, which then led to future opportunities if I hadn't been passed over for that job. Um, and it was something I didn't realize till like a year later when I started to look at where I was and I was able to go, oh my gosh, that was the best thing that they never gave me that job. So I'm meeting with her. I'm in this new team that I love a lot. And I have an opportunity to leave to go to a really small company, one of the biggest to, to one of the smallest. But I have the opportunity to lead a team. They needed a director of product management and product development to come in kind of from scratch. They were rebooting the company from this era and they needed somebody. And I was really struggling, um, not because of the opportunity. I was struggling because I really liked the team and the work I was doing. But I also knew that I was kind of capped out on where I would go inside this organization. Um, and so, you know, my mentor was able to have this conversation with me. I remember we were sitting down. It was like a high top round table in the cafe area. And she, she was able to disconnect herself from the organization and say, OK, let's talk about this. Where do you see yourself in a year? What do you want to be doing? Where do you want to be sitting? And I said, I really want to be leading a team. Good, bad, or otherwise, I want to take a shot, see if I can do this thing. And she's like, then you got to go. And so to me, that's a mentor. They're able to put aside their own feelings. They're able to put aside what's going on with the company and focus on helping me make a really good decision for my career and work through you know, the things that I was struggling with. That's a mentor. Here's a sponsor. Sponsor is something very different. Sponsors are rarely talked about. So anytime somebody says find a mentor, if they don't also mention sponsors, it means they're not aware of it, they don't understand it, or they've never had that experience, or they don't want to tell you that secret, which I'm happy to tell you that secret. I didn't know it was a thing. I had no idea that there were sponsors out there until it happened to me. So to be fair, this was like way down in my career that I'm like, holy crap, what is this? Because this is something way different than a mentor. So a sponsor advocates for you when you're not in the room with people making hiring decisions. They will go and advocate to other people and go, you need to bring this person into this role. They are vouching for you. They will vouch for you if you're not 100% ready. So we talked about this idea of potential in those executive meetings in a previous podcast. They're the ones communicating your potential. So they're the ones in the room that'll say, you know, you need to put this person in this role. They're not ready, but they have the potential and I will help them get there and you can help them get there. And it's going to be amazing. If you ever look around and say, how did this person get into that role? I don't understand it. They're not ready. I don't know what was going on. I don't know how they had the experience to get there. They have a sponsor. Okay. It does tend to be gender specific unfortunately, because a lot of these have to come from a very senior position. And at a lot of companies, senior positions are still predominantly held by men. Now, in my company, we're split 50-50 at the executive level, which is like super rare, um, men and women. But just know that men tend to form these relationships and they will sponsor and advocate for people that they know because they have to go in and make the case for that person. And so oftentimes men are the ones getting sponsored. And oftentimes women have no idea this is going on. So this is just a little tip for my ladies in the audience is like, this is going on. So make sure you're aware of it. So it comes down to having a different conversation that they're having in a room that you're not in. 
And if you don't know who is sponsoring people at your company, if you don't know how to get a sponsor or how to get somebody that's a leader that can advocate on your behalf, um, it's because there's no rules about it. Nobody talks about it. People talk about mentoring all the time, but nobody talks about asking to be sponsored for a role or an opportunity when you may not be ready. And this is who moves people and opens the doors at those levels. So what I want to do is share with you how I found out about this and how I learned about this. So when I left that really big company and went to work for the small company, I had the ability to get to know the other companies that the parent company owned. So they owned like six or seven different companies, three of which were in the area, and then a couple other ones were located throughout the country. And so what I got to know is I got to know the other company's executive leaders through, you know, annual planning meetings or board meetings where you would share things with the family or through social settings. So they would do like strategic meetings and other things. They'd bring in speakers. And then you'd have like a social setting where you got to know people. But I also got to know the CEO of the parent company. I got to know him through quarterly meetings, strategic planning meetings, functional events, social events. You know, I got to know about his family. I got to know that he collected comic books. Like you got to know people in that setting because you were spending a lot of time with them. So my company um, got put up for sale. And so they wanted to bring in a team and generate enough value so that they could eventually sell it. I didn't know that, but that was the plan. So, you know, they informed me of that and they said, we'd like you to stay on. Here's kind of the contract. Just so you know, you can always negotiate those, which I did. Um, but they said, you know, you need to keep it confidential, but we need you to help you help us try to sell the company. So I said, okay. So immediately I, I got into the mode of like, at some point this is going to end and I got to have a job, right? So I started looking and my entire experience had been within one industry. And I was fortunate that there are several companies in the area that have that as their main industry that they service. So I reached out to connections that I knew and had a couple of opportunities and actually had a job offer from one of the other companies in the in the area. Um, and it was something I had done my entire career. I was really comfortable. I knew I could walk in and be effective. Um, and so I shared that, um, that I had had an opportunity because you had to let them know like how long you were going to be on and what that process looked like. Um, and so the CEO of the parent company asked if we could have lunch. And I said, yeah, that'd be great. So we have lunch. I'm sitting down, you know, kind of chit-chatting. And he asked what I was going to do next. And I said that I'd had this offer with a company, talked to him about the organization, talked to him about the opportunity. Um, and this is, this is where I found out what a sponsor is. So he said that he reached out to the other two companies that they own in the area. And both of them wanted me to come work there. So he had he had reached out to two separate companies that that parent company owned that had gotten to know me through presentations, through other activities, and reached out to them without talking to me, because he knew I had to look for a job. I mean, it wasn't a surprise, but reached out to them, and they both wanted me to come work there. So we started having a conversation. So I said, okay, like, talk to me about, you know, what it is. So one was in automotive and one was in conveyor belts, like way outside of anything I had ever done before, any expertise I'd have. Um, and we started to have a conversation about my career path. And so, you know, he had worked at, at multiple different types of companies, which I think was hugely valuable for him. And he's like, if you stay and this will be kind of the fourth company. So if this is your fourth company, you're going to take this job 
inside this industry, you better really like it because you're going to be there for the rest of your life. The opportunity to leave after this is going to be really limited because this is all you're going to know. And he said, if it were me, I would take an opportunity to get experience outside of my industry and outside of my functional area. So manage a department where you have no experience whatsoever. Because he's like, that's going to demonstrate your leadership capabilities. And it was tough because I, you know, going in where you know a lot of the things, where you know the players, where you know the categories, where you know the products, and you can go in and immediately be effective. There's a lot of confidence to that. And to go in and go, not only do I not know the industry, I don't know the players, I don't know the team, I don't even know the department or how I would do this. I don't know the technology. I don't know the lingo. I don't know anything is where you play into that risk level, right? What's your risk level? How how many chances are you willing to take? And so I thought about it and I said, okay, I'm going to ask you this one question because this tends to be my approach, good, bad, or otherwise. I said, what company could use the most help of the two? And he said, one of the companies could use your help. He's like, they're going through kind of a restructure of their leadership team. We brought in a new president. He's like, he's wanting to do things differently. I think it's a great opportunity. I think you'd be a really good fit. Go talk to the team. So have you ever had a non-interview interview? They're really weird. Um, it's where you go in and have a conversation and the goal is really just to not like vomit on yourself during the interview. It's, it's really where you get to know them. So you go in almost interviewing them for the role as much as they're interviewing you to go, are these people I'd want to work with? Is this a company I can help? And I took the job heading up like product and marketing. And then I took all of their customer service. So it was the first time I got to manage customer service. It was the first time I got to manage a remote team in an industry I knew nothing about. And I was also part of the executive team. So it got me a seat at the table that I didn't have before. And the reason I got that job is because I had a sponsor. It was not something that I would have seen. I don't even think they were posting for it. You know, I don't know what that approach would have looked like. I got that because I had somebody advocate for me in a room that I was not in to help lay out a bit of the red carpet and go, you've got to walk this a bit, but I've laid it out for you if you're interested and you can go take advantage of this. And I'm going to advise you to maybe step outside of your career and the path that you're on and try something a little bit different. That's a sponsor. Okay. So here's what I'm asking you. Do you have somebody at a senior level that can influence others that's advocating for you and you're not in the room? Are they aware of your experience? Have they seen you like in action? You know, have they seen you in your role? Have they seen you trying to do things in the organization that other people aren't doing? Have you ever asked somebody to sponsor you for an opportunity? So if you want to get into like middle management or senior management, have you asked anybody inside the company to say, would you be willing to advocate for me? Would you sponsor me if a role like this comes up? And ask those questions. And if they're not sure, say, how do I get to know you better? How do you get to know me better? You know, so that you can see if I'm the right fit for these roles and really get to know if there's an opportunity for me. I didn't know to even ask for that because I didn't know that this person existed. Now, looking back, I'm like, oh, I totally should have seen this, like, obviously. But I didn't. 
And so I didn't ask because I didn't even know it was a thing. But now you know sponsors are a thing. So now you can ask. So one of the things that, you know, happens is when I'm talking to a room of women specifically. So I'll go and give talks for women specifically in our industry a lot because it's a building products construction industry, which tends to be heavily dominated by men, although that is changing. Um, most women have no idea, A, that a sponsor exists. And when I start to explain it, they're like, oh my gosh, I've never, I had no idea. It's an unwritten thing. Mentorship is very forward-facing. A lot of companies talk about mentors. They preach about mentors. They have it as part of a program. It's official. Sponsorship is never talked about. It's unwritten. It's behind the scenes. And so for me, when I'm talking to people, if, if you know it's out there, the question I most commonly get is, how do I get one? How do I get a sponsor? You know, and you've got to find those senior leaders that would advocate for you and ask them to do that. Um, and, but most people didn't even know to ask for that. And so the fact that they're so surprised makes me think that I wasn't the only one that didn't know that this was a thing. And so my goal in this podcast is really to tell you the secrets that I figured out or learned so that you know them way earlier than I did, so that you can use them to your advantage to figure out what you want to do. And here's my question. If you're sitting in a leadership role, because I've asked this before, um, are you sponsoring people inside your company? Are you advocating for people to get roles when they're not in the room? Are you finding talent on your team and might be willing to give them up on your team to give them leadership opportunities somewhere else to spread that wealth around? So I did a talk for a group of women at one of our customers, which was great. And I spent like an hour and a half, two hours with them, really got to know them. It was a small group, so it was kind of fun. It's, it's different than speaking to a large room. And the president of the company asked that I do a talk for the men, which I thought was interesting. So the male leaders, and I kind of laughed. I said, I don't, I don't have that talk. Um, but he's like, could you come up with one? So what I did is I gave them a modified version of what I share with women and basically say, you know, don't use this as, as like evil, you know, Dr. Evil stuff. Use this to understand how women typically think so you can be more effective at leading and managing women to develop them in your organization because it'll give you a competitive advantage. But when we got to the part about sponsoring, I asked if anybody in the room had been sponsored. Like, had you been given a role beyond your capacity because somebody had advocated for you? And there were people in the room that raised their hand. And I said, that's awesome. How many of you guys in leadership roles are sponsoring people inside the company? And most of them nodded their heads or like a couple of them raised their hand. And I said, that's awesome too. How many of them are women? And nobody raised their hand. And I said, okay, it's probably because you're not getting to know them in the way that you're getting to know some of these men, right? You're not socializing with them. You're not golfing with them. You're not hanging out at a bar at four o'clock with them. Because sometimes that's like not appropriate, especially if you're married to go, hey, I'm going to go hang out at a bar with the same guy every Friday night at four o'clock. And so one of them was like, okay, how do I get to know like women if I can't do that? How do I advocate for them? And I said, just get to know them, like find other ways, do lunches, have one-on-ones in your office, find ways to get to know them, be purposeful about it. Because you want to make sure that you're advocating for talent, regardless of gender, regardless of age, regardless of any other factors that could impact that. You want good talent. So you've got to be able to find out where that talent is inside the organization. And 
I don't know if it was an eye opener. I don't know if it'll change behavior, but it's this idea of like, if I'm not sponsoring any women, I shouldn't be surprised if there are no women in leadership, right? Um, and it's being purposeful about finding that talent and cultivating it. And if you're in that senior role, making sure you're advocating for people that can take those chances, even if they're not ready, because you're going to sponsor them and give them that opportunity. So, you know, you've got to know who the influencers are inside your company and in, and who could influence the role that you want. Them. So you've got to let them know who you are, what you do and where you want to go. Oftentimes this is like couched in like this sea of, you know, poetry and lyrics. And I'm not actually going to tell you it. It's like, no, I really want to get to a senior level in the company. I want to understand how to do that. I would love for you to help me do that. And if there are opportunities that give me experiences along the way to get me there, I want to take a shot at those. Would you be willing to help me figure this out and even advocate for me to get there? Um, ask them to share with other key decision makers when they're kind of ranking the team to say, you know, would you be willing to advocate for me for a project or put my name out there or share something about my talent or my skills and say she or he is open to you know, something new and different if you have that on your team. People figure out who they want in the room by who can work well together, who fits, right? That culture fit word. And performance is a piece of that, but it's also are the right people advocating for you to say they'd be a good teammate. And you've got to get really comfortable with yourself about what you're good at, you've got to be humble and hungry. It's like this weird dichotomy that we see. You've got to be hungry enough to go after it and do the work to go after it and figure out how to go after it. You've got to be humble enough to know that you haven't got it all figured out. And so it's playing that balance to go, here are the things I do. Here's what I don't. I want to get better. I want to learn this. Um, and you've got to connect with the right people, even if it's on like side projects or other things that you can work on. Um, and be purposeful about the role that you want and where you want to get to. So the last three jobs I've had, I got because of referrals and recommendations from people to senior leaders who are making that decision. I didn't get any of them by applying for anything online. I didn't fill out a LinkedIn job description. I didn't fill out an Indeed job application. It was all referred by people. Who are like, I think you're the right person. I want you in this role. And then can you do this? Are you capable of this? Um, and so as we think about this idea of, of sponsors and mentors, mentors are great. Okay. I don't ever want anybody to think that I don't think mentors are great. They will tell you the truth. They will shoot you straight. They're the people that will focus on your career and really challenge you to think differently. But sponsors are what get you to that senior level and those really higher levels within a company. And you've got to think about them differently. You've got to ask different questions. You've got to demonstrate different things. And so I'd love to hear from your guys' perspective, like, A, is this new information? Or were you aware of sponsors before? Um, now that you know that they're out there, do you potentially look at certain people that have moved up within your company very differently? Um, do you know who the influencers are that you need to make those connections to? And are you in a spot to say, you know, I want you to take a shot on me, even if it's outside of my functional area. Can you advocate for me to get to that next tier, that next level that I want and find those people that can sponsor you for those opportunities?
So I'd love to know, you know, how this connects with you, what you think about this concept, if it's new to you, because it was new to me when I found out, um, you know, if you want to share and connect on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn at Breaking Ladders, you can email me directly at breakingladders2, the number two at gmail.com. Um, I'd love to get into these secrets. I'd love to share these things that I uncovered, mostly accidentally. So I don't, I don't want you to think I purposely uncovered any of these. Um, but I want to share these with you so you can think differently about your career and your path. And I'm excited to know what you think. I'll connect with you again soon.